Trigger warning. The following episode contains references to Gore Human suffering Death Factual inaccuracies Several entitled people making light of all these things. If any of the aforementioned topics cause you discomfort, you may want to listen to a different episode. Dodgeball, Shirley Jackson's lost masterpiece. I'm Kelly. You're gonna fly off and die. You're gonna fly off and die. I'm Andy. The other team was winning, so I gave them the finger, and the pinky, and another finger. I'm Adam. In the case of murder by hide-and-go-seek, we define the defendant innocent because the victim did not shout, ollie ollie oxen free. I'm Sean, and this is Acid Pop. Hello everyone, and welcome back. This week, we're going to be talking about playground games, because apparently I'm on a games kick. <laughs> I love playground games. Let's yeah. play uh, Butts Up. <laughs> butts Up 7 slup. Seven Seven Sluts. <laughs> I never had any friends, so I don't have much knowledge in this oh. area. <laughs> so play comes from Old English plain, meaning, for our purposes, to amuse oneself. And also meaning that thing that Ricardo Montalban is looking for. <laughs> mm-hmm. It had other meanings, like a theater play or to play music, but we're not worried about those today. Ground comes from Old English grund, meaning bottom or foundation. This is my play bottom. <laughs> <laughs> it also meant the abyss or hell. <laughs> Out to the playground with you, children. Yeah. <laughs> So as we've learned before, game comes from Old English gamen, meaning joy or fun. So today we're talking about amusing ourselves with fun straight to hell. Oh, <laughs> isn't that? Wait, this is the episode on masturbation? <laughs> I sentence you to the eighth circle of fun. <laughs> Though mostly today I wanted to talk about adults trying to recapture the magic of youth uh, resulting in dire outcomes. Oh, so you're not going to you're not going to talk about the uh, ultimate tag TV series that lasted a season that I loved. Uh, probably not, because that wasn't that dire. It's going to be all about Squid Games. <laughs> Which they're actually doing a, a, a reality show about. They're doing Squid Game. Hopefully they're not using guns this time. <laughs> yeah. So there are a couple of stories with children, but mostly it's going to be adults. Uh, I did find one, one website that listed gepetophobia as the fear of playgrounds, but I couldn't find that root word. But uh, there you go. Gepetophobia, fear of playgrounds. That was the fear of doll makers. Yeah. Maybe it is Gepetta. So our quiz today is pretty short, and I've got a lot of little bite-sized stories, but we've just got some fill-in-the-blanks. So when were the first playgrounds created? Neanderthals. It was the Egyptians. They had playgrounds. Those pyramids were actually supposed to be slides. So whatever <laughs> Egyptian times were. Adam, you're you're the only one that has a chance to say a number. <laughs> I feel like it's a more recent thing. Kids just played in like junkyards and like dirt lots up until a certain point. <laughs> I'm gonna say when did they when did they outlaw children from working? That was like in the U.S. It was like the 1930s, I think. Yeah, let's say 1940. Well, Adam, you were pretty close, and yeah, this is probably debatable since kids will play on anything, but a website that I found said that the first constructed public places for children to play were made in the 1880s, Yeah, and they were <laughs> actually in England, I think. Yeah, I remember playing in quite a few construction sites when I was a <laughs> yeah. kid. 
There, Adam, there were playgrounds when you were a kid. Yeah. <laughs> All these kids are playing on our construction sites. We just got to put the right stuff in there. <laughs> Back in the 1850s. Yeah. So when was hopscotch invented? Hopscotch was invented by Benjamin Franklin in 1777. <laughs> 1600. When was chalk invented? <laughs> well, it, that was probably God, because that's yeah. a, a mineral. <laughs> This is the Lord's playground game. <laughs> and, and, and how old does God say the earth is? Like 600 years? I don't know. Why don't you ask the new speaker of the house? <laughs> 1800. Hmm. Well, this one's kind of interesting because it seems that kids making a pattern out of squares and jumping over it happens in pretty much every culture. Hmm. It's got a lot of different answers depending on who you're talking about. But I wanted to talk about an interesting story, which was from 1000 BCE in Rome. Hey. Wow. Soldiers made these patterns and then they had to jump through them with all their armor on to practice their footwork. <laughs> Shouldn't we be working right now? <laughs> One, two, three, four. <laughs> the only thing was their hopscotch boards were 100 feet or 30 meters long. Oh my God. Yeah. And in full armor? Yep, yep. Jumping over down. My mother told me to not get into the lion's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> People standing around the side stabbing you with swords. <laughs> <laughs> so kids saw their dads doing it and turned it into a game. So at least one was from about 3,000 years ago. They also wore armor and were crushed to death. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of hopscotch, what was the longest hopscotch grid ever made? You said 100 feet already. Mm-hmm. So let's go with... Was it actually completed? Like someone hopped through it? Yeah. Several people did. Okay. Oh, well, that that excludes my infinity answer. 10,000 feet. That's right. Many miles of hopscotch. I'm going to say half a mile. And each each square is about a foot? Is that what we're saying? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say 1,000. Well, on July 27th in 2019 at Ridge High School in Ridge, New Jersey, students made a grid that was 21,000 feet or 6.5 kilometers long. Mm. And this was to raise money for Legwork for Lungs, which is a, uh, a nonprofit for lung health. So I, I was close to that guy. You <laughs> were, yeah, about halfway. That's a failing grade. <laughs> so when was dodgeball invented? Also the Romans. Yeah, as soon as they stopped using rocks and started using red balls. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's one of those things that the, uh, the Aztecs did. They threw heads at each other. <laughs> I read it in a book somewhere. If you catch the head, you're not out. Yeah. <laughs> But if it bites you, you're double out. <laughs> was that your answer, Andy? The, the, no, uh, my, my, my answer is actually going to be, once again, I well, you, you need rubber balls for this. Uh, what are they, solid rubber, rubber balls or inflated ones? I'm going to say 18, the 1850s like with solid rubber balls. <laughs> I'm going to say you need vulcanized rubber. But after saying that, I don't know when that was invented. <laughs> Ask Spock. 1910. The Spartans, and they did it with leather balls. <laughs> Well, you know, I've heard a couple different places say that, like like Andy said, they played with human heads, but I couldn't find anywhere that, like, verified that. But I did find several sites that were probably referencing each other that said the game goes back to 200 years ago in Africa, and it was played with rocks. Oh, <laughs> I knew it. Yep. That's not dodge ball, that's dodge rock. <laughs> it's true. That's called stoning someone? <laughs> <laughs> but giving them a the fighting points. chance. <laughs> Oh, but if you catch the stones, you're the one who gets the stone. <laughs> it's a whole new take on the lottery. So how tall is the tallest swing? Oh, goodness. Do the ones that like the that like the Hilton count? Yeah. Yeah. Are we talking about like just the swing structure itself or like if it swings out over a cliff, does that distance count? 
Funny you should mention that because that is the answer, and I have both those numbers. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna guess it's uh, it's a thousand feet high and it's somewhere in Dubai, half a mile. So you guys are talking about the cliff part then, not the yes. <laughs> not the swing part. <laughs> I'm not sure a structure could survive that swung back and forth that was a thousand feet. The long. wind is making it sway. <laughs> ah! Talking yeah, about lights on top so planes don't hit it. <laughs> the swing part, I'm going to say 100 feet. Hmm. Well, you were all low, but for the oh. cliff part, I think Adam was the closest. Yes. So constructed in 2020 in Jiangqing, China, this swing stands 248 feet tall, or 75 meters, and that's to the ground that the swing sits on, but it also swings over a cliff, which is another 2,200 feet, or 700 meters, down to a river. <laughs> And apparently, it can get going to up to 80 miles an hour oh or 130 no. kilometers per hour. Oh, God. Big old swing. Now jump out and see how far you can get. <laughs> <laughs> and he never came down. Became inside out boy. Went over the horizon. <laughs> and that does it for our acid pop quiz. So now we're going to move on to our stories. And these are grouped by the type of game. So we're going to start with Hide and Go Seek. The most dangerous game. It shouldn't be surprising, but it can be pretty dangerous. On July 13th in 2011, in Phoenix, Arizona, a 10-year-old girl was playing hide-and-go-seek, and she closed herself into a trunk and waited patiently to be found, all the while dying of suffocation. The best hiders often put themselves at risk. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're not hiding in a I fridge imagine. that doesn't have an inside latch, you are doing it wrong. <laughs> so she wasn't found until the next morning, by which time she was very much dead. Oops. And on June 17th in 2022, in Coolidge, Georgia, an eight-year-old boy was scouting for a good hiding spot in the laundry room when he slipped and fell between the washer and dryer. Wedged as he was, he couldn't breathe and let alone call for help, so sadly he died before anyone could find him. That sounds like a hygiene issue and not a hide-and-go-seek issue. <laughs> he slipped on the floor, got stuck in the between the washer and dryer. Yeah, that one was a OSHA uh, inquiry. <laughs> Not only were his parents very grieved, but they got a fine. <laughs> Terrible. So in a strange case of murder by hide-and-go-seek, Sarah Boone of Winter Park, Florida, appeared in court this January after the events of February from 2020. Her and her boyfriend got good and drunk and then decided to play hide-and-go-seek. Just the two of them? That's not very good. Yeah. Her boyfriend climbed into a large suitcase, and when Sarah found him, she zipped him in, and then she filmed him as he cried for help. I think I actually... When was this? Uh, 2020. I think I saw a video about this. Oh, like really? Like police footage. Yeah. And according to her testimony, she was so drunk, she accidentally fell asleep yeah. before she could remember to let him out, <laughs> and which she was uh, totally going to do. I, so. I, look, I'm... I'm I hear these stories and I'm saying I have been rip roaring drunk. Yeah. <laughs> and never drunk enough to like break into a car and sleep there or zip up my wife into <laughs> yeah. a suitcase and be like, <laughs> you never got so drunk. You and your wife want to go outside and play marbles at two in the morning. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe then <laughs> I could do that. But well, I guess we'll see what a jury thinks. So apparently these things have different names depending on where you are in the world. I know them as merry-go-rounds, but you might call them spinners or roundabouts. But spinny dervish. Yeah. Basically, they're a big metal disc with handles, and some kids sit on them while another oh. runs as fast as they can to spin the riders. I do love those things. Yeah. We got the everybody got I them. Hate those. Murder mobiles. <laughs> a mental picture of what we're dealing with here. Yeah. Those are always my favorite thing at the playground. Yeah. Except for the the big spider web pyramids. Those mm. are also good. Adam yeah. was a damaged child. <laughs> <laughs> I like those too. 
So these were pretty safe until a little phenomenon came along called Jackass. <laughs> so in the movie, there's a scene that I couldn't find a clip of, but apparently someone sits on one of these things and then a rope is wrapped around it. And then yep. the other end of the rope is attached to a car. The car drives away, spinning the thing much faster than it was ever designed to go. Yep. On September 14th in 2018 in Nottinghamshire, UK, an 11-year-old at a playground was bullied by some teens into sitting in the middle of a merry-go-round. Then they put the rear wheel of a motorcycle on it and rev the oh, engine God. until the boy passed out. The boy was found by someone responsible and rushed to a hospital. He experienced so many G's that his Jeez. brain and eyes swell up. Oh. Doctors at the hospital had never treated anything like this and basically had to Google what to do. <laughs> oh, no. He seems okay, though, but there are concerns that his eyes or brain might permanently be damaged. Oh. So. Also, he's not going to be an astronaut now. Yeah. Let's take a look at this poor guy. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> no. Oh, poor kid. Oh, All the while, squeaky voice British teens are laughing at you. <laughs> no, it's he's making never... my eyes water. Yeah, I can't look at it. Yeah, basically, it looks like his eyes doubled in size, and all that uh, volume came from blood. No. God. He's never going to go on a <laughs> amusement park ride again. Yeah. Become a supervillain. <laughs> <laughs> so on November 2nd in 2013, in Marysville, California, some teens were trying to recreate this stunt, and they wrapped a rope around a merry-go-round and attached it to a truck, and then 16-year-old Roberta McKinnon climbed in. Apparently, they tried this a few times, but they weren't happy with the results, so they decided to double the rope length, and Roberta climbed in again, despite many protestations from her friends. That's good science. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this time, she shot out like a cannonball, hitting the ground 70 feet away, hard enough to kill her instantly. Oh. Yep, that was it. Just uh, uh, merry-go-round to death. Just flung, like, bing! <laughs> yep. I mean, from the story, like, she was really... Wanting to do that, but like, yeah. kind of. She had already hit her head a couple times, though. I just mean, I'm trying to imagine my friends as a teenager. Swings! Swings are lots of fun, but once you get to a certain size, playground swings just don't give you that thrill anymore. <laughs> Luckily, this is an easy problem to solve. Just scale up the swing. Yeah, of course. Put over a cliff or something. Yeah. But when swings get that big, accidents can be severe. Colorado has been shutting down giant swings around the state. Uh, apparently, they have a lot of them since a swing accident in June of 2019 in Thornton. But uh, Taiwan could probably have given them a heads up since they have Sao Chingcha, a 65-foot or 21-meter-tall swing constructed in 1784. Ooh, um, I don't trust that at all. <laughs> <laughs> There was a ceremony where a bag of gold was stuck at the top of a 45-foot or 15-meter-tall bamboo pole, and people could try to swing out and grab it. <laughs> Apparently, people died trying was much more common than successes, so the swing was shut down in 1935. But uh, the frame is still there. Let's uh, we can have a look. But but it was in the. I don't tr don't go on something that Benjamin Franklin could have written, <laughs> like a horse. <laughs> don't trust those either and he would have it's his syphilis addled mind he's like put me on the swing I need that gold <laughs> so yeah this thing that we're looking at is basically just like a giant swing frame but it's like so tall that they had to use oh. like a fisheye lens to get the whole thing into the picture 
There's too many possibles. What are your morals worth in this episode? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like not even halfway done. So during a Passover festival in Victoria, Australia, on October 11th, 2005, Dale Walter Messi stepped up to a rip swing for a ride, which is basically one of those large A-frames with a pole behind it. And swingers get into a giant diaper, and then they're slowly pulled up to the top of the pole, and they're let loose to swing back and forth. Somehow, Dale talked the employees into letting him strap in face first. I don't know if the accident resulted from being upside down or if Dale grabbed the wrong strap, but when Dale was pulled up to the top of the pole, he pulled his ripcord and fell face first to the ground, 30 feet below, or about 10 meters. There shouldn't be a cord to do that. Yeah. No. You're supposed to arc. Yeah. This is the Kavork cord. (laughs) Kavorkian. Kavorkian. (laughs) It needs some work. We'll try it. So my last swing story is maybe not the worst, but it feels the worst to me because there was a video, which I I won't make you watch. But uh, Mm -hmm. on August 31st in 2018 in Turkey, a woman was on basically that same setup as our last story, but this one had a long bar with seats so that several people could sit next to each other and swing. Now for this ride, a woman was riding alone and she gets pulled to the max height and let go, but she was clearly not strapped in right. So as the swing goes down, she comes loose, and the swing carries back up by itself. And as a result, the woman hits the ground just below the lowest point of the arc, like a bag of cement, dying instantly. So this video that I saw online was recorded by her family, and it's just awful. That's what you want to hear. Splat, and that's it. And they put the video online? Yeah, I don't know why. Anything for the vine. Might have been part of a court case or something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So our last game here is what inspired this episode, which is Tug of War. Ooh. Which my hands desperately want to type as Toff War for some reason. (laughs) Your hands won't be able to type after the Tug of War. (laughs) That's true. So this is mostly a safe game, but there are certainly a few no-nos. First, never wrap your hands in the rope which is a lesson that Jim Thurber learned on September 25th in 2010 when he went down to an annual festival in Nova Scotia that included a tug-of-war game between Digby and Annapolis, two neighboring counties. Jim was in the contest when he spotted a loop in the rope and thought it looked like a right fine place to put his hand for a proper grip, so he stuck his hand in, and shortly after, his side began to lose. (laughs) His convenient handhold come noose tightened to the point oh, where God. it squeezed everything but his thumb off. Oh, oh no, my. off? Off, yep. <laughs> but uh, Jim seemed to be in good spirits about it afterwards, though, <laughs> saying that he only stepped in because they were a man short and he thought he could lend a hand, but that oh, God, Jim. given what he had in mind. <laughs> so, Jim, Jim is crying on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Jim gets free dad jokes for life. <laughs> So on October 13th in 2011 in Parker, Colorado, during a homecoming prep rally, the junior varsity football team squared up against the varsity for a tug-of-war game. Two members of the junior team decided to up their chances by wrapping their hands into the rope, but the varsity team had much more heave-ho. So shortly after the start, there was screaming and a shower of blood. Both boys lost their right hands and were Uh, rushed to the hospital. Their whole hands? Yep, their whole hands. Are they using karate? Their team's too short. (laughs) 
I tried to find <laughs> some follow-up to this story, but uh, it seems like they both had their hands reattached, and it was hoped that they would make full recoveries. Oh, wait. That's my hand on you. <laughs> <laughs> if I remember our hands episode right, that's a fiddly business and doesn't yeah. usually go well. Yeah, it's tough business. <laughs> fiddly business and tiddly d. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... That's what you want the doctor saying, is he sew your hand back on. <laughs> and a little kiss to finish it off. A little jig. pixie dust. <laughs> so another thing you should make sure you do if you want to have a massive tug-of-war game is not use nylon rope. This is an unfortunate lesson that seems to not stick well. On June 14th in 1978 in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, 2,200 students from Harrisburg Middle School gathered to attempt to set a world record for most participants in a tug-of-war game. They had a 2,000-foot or 650-meter long rope that was 1.5 inches or 3 centimeters thick. The students split up and took sides on the rope, and they began to heave with all their might. Now, this rope was meant to have a load capacity of 33,000 pounds, but... It turns out it only had 13,000 pounds. <laughs> so this means that if each kid could generate more than six pounds of pulling power, what are the, the odds? rope would snap. They'll all point out that even if the capacity of the rope was correct, it would have only been 15 pounds per kid. No kid can lift that much. <laughs> so it turns out the kids could indeed generate that much power. And after only a few minutes, the rope snapped. Oh, no, these are big kids. <laughs> There was a sound like a gunshot, a moment of shocked silence, and then the screaming started. Won the world record for most children injured in a total <laughs> yeah, yeah. then, then the frontline people on both sides slowly slid in half. <laughs> yeah. So the lucky kids got rope burns on their hands as the rope zipped out from their grasp. The unlucky ones had blood streaming down their arms from the skin lost from their palms. God, ah. why is this episode bothering me more than any other? <laughs> And the really unlucky ones had their fingers ripped off. <laughs> no! <laughs> that old man in the corner hated that. <laughs> in the end, about 200 kids were treated for blisters at the school. Another 70 went to the hospital for more serious injuries. And four of those injuries involved missing fingers. God. It's the context, Adam. It's things you've <laughs> done. So you have the context for it. I have a rope. <laughs> Just imagine, you're like, hey, we get out of math today to do this cool thing that we're going to be in a book for. Guess what? You get out of math longer because you can't count on your fingers anymore. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to switch to an eight-based scale. You're going to have to wear sandals more often. <laughs> count to, on, use the, to use the toes. Count on your toes, Andy. Yeah, to use the toes. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. <laughs> so on October 25th in 1997 in Taipei, there... Uh, there's a festival every year to celebrate the end of Japan's occupation, and 16,000 people grabbed a nylon rope rated to withstand 26,000 kilograms, which <sighs> is barely more than 1.5 kilograms per person. Everybody make sure you're tugging very very lightly. Yeah, <laughs> two fingers on the rope, please. <laughs> the rope snapped in seconds. It <sighs> whipped back so fast that two men at the front each had their left arms severed. Jeez. Lucky for you, someone was quick with a camera, so I have a picture. Oh, oh God. God. Do I want to see this? I, Dear listeners, before we started, we said, how bad are your pictures this time? And Sean said, kind of? Middle of the road, I guess. Oh, oh my, my God. God. 
That's an arm that's not on a person. If you have time to snap that picture, get that arm in an ice chest. <laughs> what are you doing? Anything for the gram. Jeez. Yeah, that was, you know, 1997, so there weren't as many cameras around back then. <laughs> We're like, we have this picture at all. <laughs> you guys should be grateful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness for quick thinking. <laughs> quick, my Motorola. <laughs> Can you just leave that here while I run to the car? <laughs> Gotta adjust the aperture. You were doing a much better face a second ago. Can we just go back? <laughs> but the worst ever, at what? least so far, has got to be from June 7th, 1995 in Frankfurt, Germany during another world record attempt. Again, using a nylon rope. Stop it! <laughs> yeah. So this time there were 650 participants from a local Boy Scout troop. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> the rope snapped injuring 100 people and the rope whipped back and shot straight into a 9-year-old boy killing no. him instantly. What? How? <laughs> I picture this, oh, what's that movie I'm thinking of? Is it Ghost Ship? <laughs> no, I, <laughs> <laughs> these boys are all have because <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I just picture him like ceasing to exist, like the rope hits him and he just goes boom, just, it's like a magic wand. He just, yeah. just evaporated, a, a skeleton crumples to the ground where he stood. Str strangely, I, I, I imagine the end of the rope like embedding itself in his forehead. <laughs> this is like scorpion. <laughs> so another ten-year-old boy got squashed when everyone fell over, and he died a few days later. <laughs> Damn it! Stop it! <laughs> Germany, no! <laughs> Scheisse! And one last ridiculous one before we wrap up from Shizuka, Japan in 1958. Yusaku Fukushima apparently hula-hooped 500 times. I don't know if he was going for a world record or if it was just for love of the game, but shortly after, he got a headache. He then kneeled over and died. <laughs> Doctor said, and I quote, death was due to a ruptured blood vessel in the brain caused by too much hula hooping. <laughs> oh, God. And believe it or not, that was the only story I could find of a death by hula hoop. How did we hula even survive the 50s? <laughs> <laughs> and that's less the stories that I had. <laughs> See, I Anyone have any playground misadventures? When I was, what, like 11, I was standing like an idiot at the bottom of a slide. <laughs> And a child came down and took my feet up from under me and I fell like the three feet directly onto my nose, which is why my nose has this lovely bend in it. Yeah. <laughs> I stopped wearing shorts for the longest time because on the playground, I would always like fall at some point and like skin my knees. But it was like the gravelly playground. So oh. I'd get like rocks in my skin and stuff. Yeah. Uh, there's a time good old Steve decided he was going to jump from one side of the monkey bars to the other side. <laughs> I remember this story. He made about halfway and broke his arm. Oh. Those playgrounds back in our day were wild and untamed. <laughs> we had swing sets, and I remember launch you'd launch yourself like 20 feet into the air and land on your feet and be like, I'm fine. Yeah. If I did that now, I would die. <laughs> like someone dropped a Jenga tower as you landed. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, I, I miss those, the big, tall, like red rope pyramid spiderweb things. They still have those. Yeah. Well, I've seen them start bringing them back as like uh, like an octagon sort of thing or something. They're not as tall as they used to be. I don't. I haven't seen the tall pyramid ones in forever. <laughs> you're also taller than you used to be. Oh, oh you're right. <laughs> Some of the uh, playgrounds around here replaced those entirely with tiny rock climbing walls. Yeah, I've seen that too. Yeah, my probably worst playground injury, which I, I had a bunch when I was a kid. I don't think I ever broke anything, but I think I was 11 or 12. I was in sixth grade, and I was on the swings, and... 
this particular swings like there was like a, a I don't know half inch thick rubber mat at the bottom of the mm. swing set, but it only extended out like maybe four feet on either side of the swing. And I was going to jump out of the swing. So I was going to fly far beyond where the rubber mat was. And mm-hmm. um, it was cold outside. And I was wearing a coat, but my coat wasn't zipped up. So it was kind of like streaming out behind me. And so oh, no. I let go. and went to jump off at the peak of the, the swing, but my coat snagged. <laughs> and so when the swing pulled back, it basically like pulled me into a spin. And I just <laughs> spiraled straight down to the ground and I landed like not quite on my head, but like oh. on my shoulder and neck, <laughs> you know, it's oh. kind of like crunched. That's bad. My knees ended up like in, in my face. Like I was just this upside down <laughs> heap <laughs> and I was just laying there kind of stunned. And I just remember a teacher came up and just like shook her finger at me and said, don't do that again. And just walked away. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're alive. Remember this okay. lesson. <laughs> <laughs> but I was okay. That's back when I used to be indestructible. Most kids are indestructible. Like I, I've watched kids just face plant into asphalt, and they scream for like two minutes, and then are playing again. Yeah, yeah. I find as I get older, I'm much more destructible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mister Destructible, they call him. It's <laughs> the worst superhero. But it's funny that uh, most of your worst stories were tug of war, because like all of those things that went wrong, they taught us in the Navy about all of those bad things that happens with ropes. <laughs> yeah, like when when you have the loop of rope, like that one guy held onto, that's a, that's called a bite. Because yeah. if you put a foot or a hand in there and that rope gets pulled tight, it's going to bite you. <laughs> uh, when you. We don't use nylon ropes because of snapback. Yeah. So what you're saying is that... Uh, Everyone needs to join the Navy for yes. at least a little while. They, they just needed like one one seaman to like consult on these tug of wars. <laughs> or you could just Google like, what sort of rope do I need for my tug of war? <laughs> there wasn't... A, they, they, in 1995, they would have had to have asked Jeeves. But yes. Colorado, Pennsylvania, and Germany, which where all our stories were from, were not near the ocean. So not many seamen, I guess, at those uh, festivals. <laughs> yeah, none of those took That's place true. on a boat. Yeah, very <laughs> landlocked tuck of war games. Yeah, and I don't know. It's just one of those things that, like, there's some knowledge that once it's in your brain, it just never goes away. Like, when I had a kid, I learned that if you eat a watch battery, it will kill you. Oh. It will burn a hole through your intestines and you will die. That sort of knowledge never goes away, and it, but like if you don't know that, it seems harmless. And I feel right. like this tug of war stuff is like that, where it's just like anyone who's ever encountered that even a little bit it will just be like, Jesus, no, don't do that. But like yeah. if you don't know, you're just like, oh, it's a rope. What's it's, these, it's a rope? It's like yeah. the tiny ball magnets. Yeah, these yeah. these fools just going down to Home Depot is like, well, any rope will do. Oh, this one's on sale. <laughs> Look, they have a whole spool. Yeah, I'm. It's not a playground incident, but we had one. One time where like one of the lines was tied up to the pier and it was wrapped around like these chocks and sort of figure eight. But it was like the only line holding the boat there for whatever reason at the time. And it was being pulled so tight that there was smoke coming off the rope. Wow. And when we finally did get it undone, it had like melted the rope to the ship. <laughs> Clearly, and we that's need the a safe ropes rope. episode. Yeah. Well, I found these tug of war stories where people got their arms ripped off by yeah. by a tug of war game. I'm like, I have to put this in an episode, but it took me a long time to to work around to it. Well, and that's another another rope lesson we are taught: take off rings and uh, watches, otherwise yeah. degloving will occur. <laughs> that's a very unpleasant phrase. Yeah, like, that that gives you all the information you yeah. need. Yeah, I wasn't wearing gloves. <laughs> <laughs> well, if nobody has any more personal stories. We'll move on to what are your morals worth. Uh, so mm-hmm. let's say 
you're going to be in on a new world record attempt of the longest tug of war game. And I have got a million dollars on the line. And let's say the back of the line is zero dollars and the front of the line is a million dollars. How far up the rope are you willing to stand? Tell me more about this rope. It's a nylon rope. <laughs> no. I'll take one dollar. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I, I hate having blisters. Yeah, and oh even God. at the back of that thing, I feel like if something goes wrong, I'm going to have a Mario Party style blister on my hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least at the back, like you'll just be able to hear the screams from a distance. <laughs> I just saw a picture of a man missing an arm. <laughs> from a game. <laughs> and it wasn't even a Hunger Games. They haven't taken any sort of this is this is the bad ropes, right? Like Yep, this is a nylon rope. <sighs> it's got a little no, frowny face on it and everything. I don't want to be anywhere near that business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, say so if you take the zero, you might be like that ten year old boy that the rope shot straight into him. <laughs> Adam over here, all his uh, navy buddies will laugh at him if he gets injured in a rope accident. <laughs> I'll be the I'll be a laughing stock. <laughs> Uh, see, Sean sent us bad pictures, and I get to scroll up, and I get to see that uh, Jennifer Lawrence is a mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say a hundred bucks. A hundred? That, that feels like a safe place to be. Not at the very back, but not anywhere near the front. It's like one step forward. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. 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 I am right in front of Kelly. I'll take a hundred and twenty-five dollars. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm abstaining this time. Oh, really? <laughs> this. This is. This has rattled me too much. You know, I think. I could go 10% the way up that rope, get a hundred grand, and like, I might get some blisters, but I, like, all the people who are seriously injured by this, except that one nine-year-old boy, were (laughs) at the front of the rope. Like, they were right up there. So, you know, the, the damage gets a lot less as you get further away from the... You know, the epicenter of the rope explosion. So I think just uh, imagine you were so happy to be at that front of that rope. You're like, I'm team captain. <laughs> yeah, I'm the anchor. But you know what happens with anchors? They sink. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all we have for this week. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>